like, it actually makes it better that oh. it was genuine. I really did just say it because I was like, you did it. Like, we got you. You joined. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 I don't even know. Wow. Need, that ki- that's killing me. I need a I... cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks like achievement in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listeners, what what is Boom Bat? <laughs> what is, is Boom Bat's final form? Um, Jesus, explosion wing or something stupid like that. <laughs> so play more Pokemon. We should play Pokemon. So we're gonna start with the friendly little computer tour guide. I liked. Our, I knew you would. I, I knew you would. But we have to. So so uh, Midnight Marauders opens up with Midnight Marauders tour guide, and mm-hmm. our tour guide is a little teeny tiny computerized voice who yep. even introduces herself as like I am on your cover like I am taking you through this expect the rhymes to be dope yep. the bass to be, to be nice did it remind yeah. you of OK Computer at all? it did and I think this one's less scary <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said like, this is not as scary I, I, I so again we I like the sketch this is the, this, this is, is the sketch work, work which is interesting unexpected I did not expect some sort of techno Voice, yeah, a little robot voice. I mean, the 90, when was OK Computer? Ninety-seven. Gotcha. Okay. So four a years. In, yeah. Ninety-three to ninety-seven feels like a longer amount of time. Right. Than four years to me, probably because I was like alive. Yeah. 
right. We're going into Steve Steve Biko. Yep. Steve Biko. Easygoing, head, head-bopping, old-school hip-hop vibes. Very much the record-scratchy, drum-bass-heavy hip-hop sound that you think of. I don't know how else to describe it. Yep. Uh, I loved the line. I laughed out loud and paused at the height of Muggsy Bogues, complexion of a hockey puck. <laughs> so I'm just thinking of this short, short man who is very, very black. And I was like, but if that's... And I looked him up, I'm like, okay. You're right. But you're right. Um, I, I really liked it when the current rapper introduces the next one. Like, here comes Shahid. I'm like, okay. Like, great, cool. Come on in, Shahid. Like, I'm listening. I think this has to do with our our, our generational. Like okay. we talked about old school rap, like or rap in general. Just saying your name is so important. Name recognition becomes so powerful, and so they just do that throughout the whole album. Oh right? yes, we're always very familiar. Yep, yep. But I, I like the playful aspect of it. Like, yeah. like you come in, like the, like the tag team element mm-hmm. of it, like coming in. I, I, this I, is wrestling. Yes, <laughs> more wrestling commonalities with with hip hop. Uh, I like the line, MCs like to metal, but here's my proposition. I let my f- lyrics flow and juxta your whole position. Yeah. Like breaking apart the juxtaposition line. So good. So fun. That's why we're here. Another line I pulled out, uh, tip, educate them. My rhymes are strictly taboo. Fill them up with some fantasies. I'll look out like tattoo. Do you get that reference? No. Was, I almost looked it up and I'm it's, like, I wonder. Yeah. It's a fantasy island reference. Oh. Do you, do you know, have you ever heard of like, the plane boss, the plane? Yeah. That's so tattoo. Tattoo is the guy who says the plane, boss. The plane. So fill him with fantasies, fantasy island, and a look out for the plane like tattoo. Like fucking fantasy island reference in here. Oh, and I loved the extended record scratch moment where the guy's yes, yes, and he's rapping over it for like eight more lines than you expect. It was so much fun, and it adds intensity too. Like it's like fun, like because it adds this like shift that is so exciting. That that's all I have for nice. Yeah, I I pulled out the line. Here we go. You know that I'm a rebel, throwing out the wicked like God to the, the devil. devil, funky like your grandpa's drawings. <laughs> Don't test me. We're in like that. You're dead like Presley, and I was like, damn, dead like Presley. <laughs> that line it made me laugh. It was fun. Um, I love like the with the stirred up. We've got those like electric stirred horn up. sounds, yeah. like announcing it kind of like yeah. Fucked with that, and I looked up because I was interested in uh, Steve Biko. So it's it's he's a revolutionary anti-apartheid activist. Um, oh, good. Yeah, and he's just known worldwide, and so stir it that, up. Just stir it, stir the shit up. Oh, this is also <clears throat> where we have the line. Yo, I take it back. I'm the Indian <laughs> giver. Yeah. Um, to be clear, listeners, we don't say that. Uh, Indian giver is a bad phrase. Yes. Do, do we want to define it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the idea of Indian giver is someone who gives a gift and takes it back. Yes. And so we define Indians as people who gave us the land and then tried to take it back. Damn that, Indian giver. Is that where we get it from? Is that where we get it from? Yeah. Okay. What do you what do you know? I, I, I knew I knew it was a term for someone you gives you a gift and then wants it back. I didn't. I don't think I ever put it together. Where's I want to know the origin. Like, I think. Yeah. I think you're right. But I would love to know like the, when that when that phrase was coined. I and I think it has a lot to do with the concept of uh, the narrative that we tell people as colonizers, in which we were like, 
oh, they gave us the land. Like, we got it. Right. <laughs> and then, and, but then now they want their land. Yeah. And also, we, we should be speaking, yeah, Native Americans, which also. Yes, what, let's be clear. Indigenous it, people. It, it is indigenous people, yeah. Native Americans. Um, it is, it is at this time appropriate. Okay. We got confirmation Indian. that yeah. it is, it is pretty much what you're saying. Okay. Uh, what it's meant to be is that someone gave you something and then changed their mind, explained the comedian. Uh, we explain, uh, we equate this to the Indians because our feeling is that they gave us America and Whew. then they well, changed we... their mind about giving it to us. And it's so offensive when you consider it the truth. So that's, that's, so the term Indian giver is just upsetting T to B. Top yeah. five. <laughs> like, it is a lot. It of, is bad. It's, it's bad. a lot packed in two Because first of all, we're saying Native yeah. American now, yeah. right? Or Indi- Indigenous. Indigenous yeah. And then we, we've got the concept that the Native Americans, Indigenous people, Indians gave us land and then wanted it back. How rude of them. Because yeah. it's a negative thing to be an Indian giver. Yeah. Uh, so we don't say that. Uh, we don't oh. have to come up Oh, we got more. Oh, there's more. Uh, the concept of an Indian gift or Indian giver traces its roots back to at least the 1700s in his 1765 History of the Province of Massachusetts Bay. Thomas Hutchinson defined an Indian gift as a present for which an equivalent return is expected. Oh. So it may have just been bastardized into an insult. Gotcha. Mm. That's not something you normally do. And who's reading a book about Massachusetts in 1790 fuck? Like, isn't it like like 20 years old at this point? (laughs) Like, well, yesterday, last week, Betsy went down to the market and picked herself up some, like, jam. What the fuck is going on that you're writing a whole goddamn book about it? Am I crazy? Does that not upset anybody else? I'm still doing stuff. That's dumb. That's dumb. Your book sucks. Come at me, family of what? Josh Hutcherson? Josh Hutcherson. Oh, no. Yeah, fuck off. Take your book and cram it with walnuts. That is interesting, though. (laughs) So we we have some interesting shout-outs to uh, indigenous people throughout this album. Yes. Um, But yeah, so there's one that we got a name. And I also want to say, at the time... People weren't as sensitive to it. Right. So he's not saying this with, like, I'm going to fucking say Indian giver and give it, like, uh, and, right. and put the full meaning behind those words. No. He, right. He's using it. It's our as job his, at as this his, time to right. name it. Yeah. But that's, so, yeah. I want to be clear, when we do, when we are talking about it, it's not being like, they were so fucking racist. Yeah, yeah. we're not fucking canceling no. a tribe called Quest. No. Like, that's not what's happening here. It is just like, well, that leader does exist. We don't want to skirt around that. Yep. Oh, and I just love the represent, represent, yeah, love it. Okay, but that's all I've got. Yeah, then we're gonna move on to um, award tour. Yep. So they're on their world tour with Muhammad. I thought that might be like a Muslim reference. Are these are these Muslim folks? Um, that's actually not a thing that I know. Okay, well, maybe I should do some fucking research. Right, maybe I should come drop it in the fucking beginning. Sorry, and then we got the second Indian style <laughs> reference here. Yep. Yep. Uh, sit down Indian style mm-hmm. as we recite these hymns. I didn't. Every single. Every song on this album, I, I found myself just nodding, head bopping along this to is, every single one. And this one. Did you ever play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Uh, two. Okay. This sounded. <laughs> award tour sounded like you could have slotted it right into oh, a, yeah. the, the, the uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater of it all. Um, I like. <laughs> I like the uh, line, 
Fife Dog's my name, but on stage, call me Dino Mutt. I'm, I'm going to stop pointing out cartoon references. No, 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 we are. We're going to keep it up, because there's more. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you know Dino Mutt? No. He's Dino like, Mutt? He's in the Hanna-Barbera uh, universe. He's uh, the, the gray one with the fucking green. Yeah. So that that's that's Dino Mutt. Robot. Yeah. Oh, I actually think I do know Dino Mutt yeah. then. Yeah. Again, not really a a, a reference I was expecting to hear. <laughs> because it's a pretty deep cut, Dino Mutt. Yep, yep. Uh I like the line uh, so next time that you think you want something there, make something defer, take that garbage to Saint Elsewhere. Do you know you ever heard of Saint Elsewhere? Mm-mm. It was so it was a popular like late not late night. It was it was it was like ER before ER. Gotcha. Oh, then yes, I do know. This is funny for me because this is an album that's at, in a decade that you know so well. <laughs> yes. And they reference so many things. So this is fun for me because I was like, I was like, Jamie will know. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I, again, I know that the robot voice is a sketch work. That's when it really solidified, and they explain what a marauder is, and they're like, and that's what we're doing to your ears. Yeah. Like, you're looting my ears. I don't gotta like, steal them. I don't like that. Snatch the sound. Catch your attention. Okay. Where we go? I was like, leave my ears out of this. <laughs> you, you and your, and your fear of <laughs> no, get my body, get, not my family. Get away from me! <laughs> don't like you. You're you're crossing a lot. You're breaking the fourth wall audibly, and I don't like it. <sighs> that's that's all I have for. Uh, yeah, I think this song to me is is rather simple. Like mm-hmm. we're we're on tour. Like hey, where's it, uh, yeah. I, I, it's good but, and I think you name it like this album is a vibe right like very yes. much so uh, a moving with it yeah this seems to be from so you can't be too surprised that nothing in this album really resonated with oh me. not a surprise at all and I don't think it's meant to like mm-hmm. that's not the that's not mm-hmm. the object so when I you know what I respond to now, like yeah. I, I, like uh, Frank Ocean's on repeat yeah. with me. Fucking uh, Kendrick Lamar's been I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening to passively, or not passively, but like like put, again, yeah. Just because I want to listen to music, yeah. I'll put on some Kendrick in rotation. Yes, in rotation. So, yeah, this stuff is just poppy, kind of something to listen to in the background, not something to yeah. delve into. Next up, we got Eight Million Stories, and I want to ask you: Have you ever been to a standalone Carvel? No, I didn't know there were those. Uh-uh. Because he's like, yo, I went to the Carvel to get a milkshake, and I always see Carvel ice cream cake, which are fucking dope. I yeah. love those little brown. But I think bits. I, was it in the nineties? I've never. Have you ever Car- seen a standalone? Car- is, is Carvel the the whale one? Yeah, yeah. Fudgy okay. the fudgy the okay. whale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you ever been inside a Carvel though? No. There must be a place. Maybe they just stopped doing that. I maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, a lot is happening in this song. Oh, I dare I say, eight million stories. Eight million stories. So he went in. <laughs> to get a milkshake they <laughs> took all his money mm-hmm. then he remembered there was money in his jacket in the car but someone stole that uh huh and now he's gotta find something to wear for a date tonight and he's taking his little brother to get a Barney doll from KB Toys Ooh. have you Ooh. ever been in a KB Toys no. he doesn't know what KB Toys smells like and we do does it smell good no. <laughs> it, smells like, <laughs> it smells like toys okay okay so, so plasticky yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so KB Toys mm. was a competitor of Toys R Us, and oh, okay. K- KB Toys Toys R Us won. W- kind of. Well, I mean, for for a little while, there I, were these big like nutcracker looking guys out in front. There was red carpeting, and it was just it. 
I don't know. I don't know what. what to... the Target of toy stores. The Target oh, of toy stores. Fucking Target. Okay. Well, why do we hate Target? And okay, but this is no thing. So, uh, so that's the white man. <laughs> back in the day, I left it there. I, you would, uh, if you wanted to get a video game, there were all these like little plastic flaps that would have the the cover of the of the, okay. the thing on it, and then you could flip it up and read the back, and then you would take the plastic flap up to the front, and that's what you would say you want. Yeah, and it was so, oh, it was so much fun. That's a fun system. <laughs> God, I just heard myself. I sounded so fucking old. You are old. And there were these plastic flaps, you see, and if you wanted a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, why, you could snatch it right off the shelf and skip your stones all the way up to the front skip desk. Your stones. Throw down a hay penny and they'll even give you a sweet for free. God damn it. It was great. KB Toys was great. Have you ever been in a toy store? You've been in a toy store. Just a, yeah, I just shouted out Toys R Us. Okay, okay. Sure. But toy stores aren't really a thing anymore. Rude. No, no. Okay, so then his his car gets broken into again, mm-hmm. and throughout the entire sound, the entire song, there sounds like there's a creaky door opening in the background. Did you hear that? I didn't catch that. I, a creaky door? After we're done, I want, you, I want you to listen to this, and li- it sounds like a creaky door. Be like, okay, I have a theory about that. Okay, please. Oh, oh, I just like that this idea, like this story. Because um, I was confused on why it was eight million stories, and I like tried to look up what that would mean. Mm-hmm. And the concept was like, Fife is trying to tell a story that could have happened to anyone, and like happens to every all these people in the project. Mm-hmm. And once we had the projects, it was like, oh yeah, there are a lot of like creaky sounds and bad, okay, bad. So so it's like that's it. It's like it's like just the like projects. This, yeah. Um, PJs, you're in a creaky place. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird sound. It's a weird word. Uh, it, it it almost only you only call you only call doors and stairs creaky. Yeah, nothing else. I've is never ever called creaky. anything else creaky. I got creaky bones or creaky bones. Yeah, <laughs> I like the line. I just just last week when my girl was stressing me. Now her best friend be undressing me. Yeah, like, that, that confidence that like that happens. That's, mm-hmm. But so that's fun for one line as opposed to taking that two lines and making an entire album out of it like Usher did. <laughs> like jab at Usher. We, we, skip, we, we skip on it and it's fun. Um, I was proud that I knew what a hoopty was. I was I'm like, so proud of you, buddy. I, I know what a hoopty is. I know what a hoopty is. So I was like, I don't, know, don't need to look that up. I was sorry <laughs> to look that up. Uh, I like the Mr. Belvedere reference, which Ooh. begs the question... Have you ever seen a single episode of Mr. Belvedere? Mm-mm. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. It was the most, some of the most boring fucking 90s sitcom where it's just mm. about like, I'm a butler for a family. Like, oh, I've, yeah, okay, so I know that. It's yeah. dumb. Um, it's, it's sub who's the boss level comedy. I pulled out the line that I did from the song, sometimes you gotta put their ho- put the hose in their friggin' place, just move, <laughs> move from in front of me with your bloody face. What is, how is that, that, that this, this Jamaican accent comes in whenever needed which I think they have like I okay. think that's in their in like in their culture in their family because uh, I know one of them is Trinidadian okay right? so like I think it's part of it makes sense what is but a body face I don't know I, uh, to me it was like what you, what you fucked up face body face like a butter face no, Bloody. it's it's spelled a distinct way, and it's actually like a uh, B-A-W? No, B O T T Y. It, uh, from my understanding, uh, it's like a Jamaican slang for an angry woman. Oh, okay. body face or a body fade? Oh no, it's booty fade. Never mind. 
Uh, do we need to get out more magazines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last thing I wrote was just a story about everyone having problems and needing help. Yeah, that's really what this was. This was closest, like, so far that we've had to uh, to, to a narrative mm -hmm. exist in a song. I like the, the simple, like, synth that runs with the simple drum beat uh, at the beginning. I pulled out some lines that didn't didn't age well. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm gonna smack her up. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Uh, and uh, we've got, oh, yo, Sheila's home. Steady smiling like a mother, yo. I'm reading to, I'm ready to bone. Went down on Hun. She's in the red zone. And then he, that that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, Okay, so we're talking about oral sex again on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I'm finding is stuff related to, like, butt. Okay. Ass. So, ass space. space. But ass space. Space. So, he goes down on Hun, and she's in the red zone. Yeah. I w firmly established nine episodes. I'm I'm very much pro right, right, cunnilingus. Right, right, right. This is episode ten. Yeah. Previous nine episodes? Uh, yeah, it's eleven. Episode eleven. You're wrong. I had a, I had a moment yeah. of panic that I wasn't recording. <laughs> right then. <laughs> um, so, are we to infer that she's by saying she's in the red zone, inferring that she's yep. menstruating? Uh huh. I think it's okay to say I don't want to perform cunnilingus on you while you're menstruating. I that gets that gets my seal of approval. I think that's super fair. Yeah, it, it really depends. I think he doesn't get to have. It does depend. It does depend. Gross. Like, that's gross <laughs> to me. That's gross to me personally. Uh huh. Menstruating isn't gross. It's it's mm -hmm. a perfectly natural thing that women are, have weird shame about that I don't think they should. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ingest it or have it on my mouth. That's it. Fair. Um, I I I think I think he's angry because I think the whole the whole thing was that he was ready to bone and like so uh, he I think there was a larger implication now, see, there. And because there we... Yeah, I got no problem. Right, and I know! <laughs> I know! So that's but, where I... Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think it was like, a, I'm ready to bone. Yeah. I was just going to go down on yeah. her. Yeah. Right. Fuck! Yeah, and then he leaves. He leaves her. Yeah. Like, he doesn't... Well, okay. yeah. That's like... He, that's the end of that yeah. interaction with her then. It's like, she's in the resident. Fuck. What you do is... Uh, and that was the problem with that story, right? Like, that was the, I the negative there. Okay. Um, if your partner's comfortable with it, you throw down a towel... Yo, do and you, you do, do, do do what you gotta do. I hear you, um, but that's all I've got for eight million. Leave that shit looking like a murder scene. All right, like a still from seven. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> all right, so this is a good song. Uh, next up for you, suck a pretzel. <laughs> yeah. I felt very strange about having to type that into Google. Suck a pretzel. Sucka is it? Sucka, S U C K A. Oh, sucka. All one uh, one. Like you're a sucker. Yeah. Uh, and is this pretzel or is this? Oh, it's it's pretzel. It's pretzel. Uh, it's pretzel. It's pretzel. Because okay. <laughs> I'm never entirely sure anymore. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you couldn't see in the chorus. I rappers have have an interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot. Rappers <laughs> have a very interesting thing of being like, "Yo, bring bring my mic up. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. hear my vocals. A little less treble, please. Hey, yo, <laughs> here we go." Uh, can I get can I get some more downplay? Like, mm -hmm. what is that? I don't know. I th okay. I finally I put I put a, applied a little logic to it. I thought it might be. I've got a producer. I got some like like you're always you say you're always claiming king or busting yourself up, or like being the biggest and baddest. Telling somebody what to do is like I am in I am I'm I have a producer. I'm in a recording studio. Yeah, it's the I've studio. I've got professional equipment. 
and I can do these things. And it's like a light little brag. Ooh, I buy that. Okay. I buy that. Being like, yo, yo, I'm in this. I got yep. this. And I run it, too. This is my shit. I, I buy that. I'm here for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I pulled up the line, uh, what you figure, rhyme-wise, I do the figure eight so concisely, musically, we are the herb, so sit back and light me, inhale, and there's that musical drop-off, the... mm-hmm. and they come back into it, I thought was really cool. Oh, I wrote that down. It was really cool and fun, and just an, a, an engaging way that I, I think hip-hop plays with you as mm-hmm. an audience member that other music doesn't, Yeah, where you can subvert expectations and have this kind of moment that necessarily wouldn't occur other places although Alanis Morissette did give a silence she did <laughs> she did can you handle this sorry <laughs> and they do they do a deep dive into the uh, I'm uh, yeah. here I'm, I'm gonna say the n-word they do a deep dive into the n-word yeah um and how and why they're using it and what it means now and yeah I was like is this I thought to myself is this when people started using it as as slang term like back in the, because I was only alive since 1986 and obviously I don't I went out around this stuff mm. was in the 70s 80s 60s were people calling it were, were black folks using that word as casually amongst themselves as they do now that's a hard thing to answer well because um, you weren't alive either. right yeah so it's like I don't know but I do know it was being used casually right um, what I think is key here is using it casually and on a microphone Okay, right, so like think I think there's the a first difference. Folks. Right, because like uh, uh, one of the things I'm thinking about is the um, movie Ma Rainey, uh, the Black Bottom. Mm. I can't remember. Uh, it came out on Netflix like two years ago, but it's like set in like shit. I don't know before this, right? Okay. Before the '90s, right? And they're saying nigga to each other mm-hmm. in the same way, but they're never singing it, right? It's never in the song. It's never in okay. a lyric. So I think there's something about that 1927 yeah that's what's like that's like it's set in a time that i was like that's an old time because the the only other time some moments that are sticking out to me is like uh like fences have you ever seen the play fences like when 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 that word is said there it's 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 there for impact and it's like talking to it down to his son and stuff so i always thought it was a negative connotation always no matter who was saying it until these Folks like Tribe Called Quest started reclaiming it. So I think there's a yeah. difference here, right? Because I think there is. A, you're talking about negative context. Mm-hmm. I I think that was always an it even used now, casually, okay, but it was still negative. And I think there was a difference in a shift in people arguing that it wasn't negative at all, mm-hmm. right? Because I might say it to you just like I might call you a motherfucker, right? Like that is a negative term, right? But then there's like a there's a moment that shifted and going, oh, that can be friendly. That part is the part that shifted. Okay. Where I might just be like, you're you're a motherfucker. Like we're at a bar, like shut up, motherfucker. Like that wow. feels different. Yes, and that is different. And so that is what would be done, right? right. Is and it would st- we drop the R and we and there it is. But it would still be like we might not box about it, right? Like we're not gonna mm, fight, right? But like it wasn't friendly. Where this is arguing. We say it like brother. Yes. Right? Yes. And that is a shift that happens later. Okay. And I would argue happens in rap, and I think it happens because, because. Of, of the view of, like, a, the, uh, what's the word? Publicness of it. Okay. That happens with rap, right? I mean, and that's why we've got NWA, right? Like, we have this, like, naming in a way that is so public. Mm-hmm. That we go, wait, 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 how do we feel about this word? 
Yeah. And so like we and like we started having maybe more of that conversation. But yeah, it goes through the whole the whole little history. Here. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, I can read yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. You, you be, might maybe better. It might maybe. be easier for you. Or can I do it just this one? It's my birthday. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. If we had done this yesterday, oh, maybe. Oh no. Uh, no part of me actually wanted to read it. Uh huh. Yeah. Good save. Um, <laughs> see, nigga first was used back in the deep south, falling out between the dome of a white man's mouth. It means that we will never grow. You know the word dummy. <laughs> Upper niggas in the community think it's crummy, but I don't. Neither does the youth, cause we um, uh, cause we embrace adver- adversity. It goes right with the race. And being that we use it as a term of endearment, niggas start to bug. To the dome is where the fear went. Now the little shorties say it all the time, and a whole bunch of niggas throw the word and they rhyme. Yo, I start to flinch as if I try not to say it. So it's like he even he was like, "Ooh, this I know the history. This isn't great." Yeah. And he's like, but now I start to say it. Like, it, it's a flinch, and then there's a change, and he names it. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was interesting that he, he put that out there. as like, you're going to hear this word some more in this album. Mm-hmm. This is how and why we're using it. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. I love a defined term. I love it. Well, and what's really interesting about this, and this is a thing that y- you wouldn't know, right, is and one of the reasons I give you this album is it's so, you know how, like, Alanis Joplin, I said her name, Alanis Joplin. I was because I want to say um, <laughs> Alanis Morissette or Janice Joplin. I want to say Janice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that name makes more sense to me than Alanis. Um, <laughs> so Alanis Morissette was cited as so many people's mm-hmm. like founding, yeah, uh, right, influence. Influence. Yeah. So is a tribe, right? Okay. A tribe called Quest is so there. And so what's interesting is this whole discussion about the N word. It's had had by several rappers after this, right? Interesting. For okay. for decades, Kendrick Lamar, who you now know, uh, came out with an album a few years after uh, Good, Good Kid, Kid, and he reclaims and gives a different history lesson of okay. the N word, and he claims it as Negus, which is N E G U S, which is actually an African word. I can't remember from what region. That means royalty, and then supposedly it got stolen and then repurposed and then repurposed again and repurposed again. Right? Wow. So he he does, but like that has to be hearkening back to this also, right? Like mm-hmm. this concept of we are constantly trying to name our history and claim it and tell our story through this work. So that's cool. Um, I also wanted to ask, did you recognize the sound of this song at all? No. The background of this song. <gasps> Wait. I, I did. I did a little bit. There's what. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. The, the sound of this song is from Acid Rap. Acid Rap. That makes so much <laughs> sense. Because I was thinking about it. I was, it does sound familiar. I, I was thinking it sounded familiar. I was kept on waiting for it to click. I thought it was a sample from something. I, I, wow. I thought it was a sample from something in the past. Chance samples this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's very... Oh, oh, well, and I actually do believe that this sound is a sample from something else, but it is... There's no way Chance wasn't sampling this. Got it. Right, you know what I'm saying? It. The only yeah. other things I have, I didn't know... I've never heard an oop before. An oop is two blunts rolled together. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> and I liked the little robot the little robot voice telling me at the end, it's like, it does not make you a man if you pull the trigger. Yeah, it does not make you a man if you don't. Which I think was interesting in the conversation about sucking niggas. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, like it's kind of a funny combo um, about what does make you a man. Yeah, um, yeah. So next, uh, we got midnight once again. 
head always bopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole first verse seems to be about somebody betting on a game of dice, grabbing a sandwich, taking a girl home, only to find she's not down for action. So he sees his friend. They share a blunt and have a good time. Then the cops show up, pat him down, but what they have isn't what they're actually selling. They got all their product back at the... I wrote crib, casually. <laughs> but I was I back at the crib, casually. I, I said so they were selling back at the crib. Oh. <laughs> and so, so it was all for nothing. I liked the line, uh, the way the moon dangles in the midnight sky and the stars dance around. Hey, yo, I think that's fly. Yeah. So... It was a, it was a weird moment of him kind of I don't know being thoughtful and poetic amongst this tale of oh. like arrests and drugs. I thought that was interesting, and then the robot voice giving me very good information about the AIDS epidemic, yeah, which that one was odd to me uh, in the connection of what was happening. Yeah, I, I, don't, this, I didn't pull out any lyrics, from which midnight. is fine. Yeah. I think Midnight was playing on. Being a bit more of, of a narrative, uh, a narrative, right? Which it got across great for sure. Yeah. And so we know what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard this song as a kind of similar to Kendrick Lamar's "I'm with the Homies," ah, right? Like, okay, the this was okay. the "I'm hanging out." This is this is a normal night out. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is midnight. This is what it's like when I'm out here with the people. Okay, I'm, I'm around the block. I'm gonna play some crafts. I'm gonna and then I'm gonna hit on some ladies. Bring her back to the crib. She not about. I'm not. I'm about to fuck on Shereng, right? I'm trying to fuck on something too. You know what he says? Fuck so like on that. something. <laughs> it's so terrible, right? And so it's like that. It was like I'm trying to get some, and then oh no, all right. Then I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna play ball. I'm gonna smoke. Mm-hmm. And we ha- we always have running with the cops, but here it is, right? Could have been worse. Could have been worse, <laughs> right? And that's the I'm, I'm with the homies. Like so, I felt like. Even this, what was what's fun for me, going back to this album, is seeing how these threads come back mm. a decade, two decades later, right? Yeah. And that we're still kind of having these conversations, and that the people who are definitely making the music I've made you listen to have listened to this album, right? Yeah, yeah they, they talk about how like the best way uh, that AIDS in the Black and Hispanic communities are is going way up. And the best way to combat that is through education. I was like, fucking nay. Which I think is like kind of interesting about this whole album. Because I would argue uh, most of the lines are about how good of an MC they are. Yes, um, we get to that. <laughs> but, but what's interesting is that they do also really pride themselves on being conscious, right? Like being mm-hmm. like, we're bringing things to the forefront. So this is kind of the inception of, of the conscious rap movement. Yes. Oh, okay. And which is why we're not super... Um, we're not super in love with it because this is our base, right? Mm-hmm. This like what happens is the contemporary rappers I've had you listen to now have built off of that foundation and have gone deep, 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 deep into it. I've got the perfect analogy for yeah. you. Tribe Called Quest is Super Mario Brothers, which is why we can appreciate Super Mario World. Yes. Because the foundation that was laid down that's rock solid, yep. fucking yep. flawless, is, ah! is how we get to Super Mario World. Understood. Yep. Got it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Podcast uh, done. And we're done and we're done. Um, I thought it was funny that the robot voice does it with like elevator music in the background. Oh, that yeah. Was, this was one of the few times where it's like that. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, just like a public service announcement. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, that that's it. Yeah, this was just a narrative. Next we got We Can Get Down. Do you think they can get down? They can get down. Ooh, they, they, make, get down. they make it very clear that they can get down. <laughs> We can get down. Uh, mm. Big '90s scratchy DJ sounds. I really appreciated. 
Uh, I like the line, crushing a competition like Italians on grapes. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun there. So Mayor, so Mayor Barry smoking crack. Let's preach about that. Do you know who Mayor Barry is? Mm-hmm. So the mayor of D.C., Marion Barry, yeah, was a, on crack? was a black man who was on camera smoking crack. You're kidding. It was a big deal. When did he get kicked out? He kind of didn't. That's a while. Like, he, he just like wrote it. <laughs> I, I so this this happened in like ninety two or ninety three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean I was a child, so I wasn't really paying attention to right. the news and whatnot. But from my oh god, I should look it up. No, fuck it. I'll just be no. Right. Yeah, go for it. From, from from my experience and not looking into it, I'm pretty sure he just wrote it the fuck out. I love that. I think that's really not okay, and, but funny. I love. I think. <laughs> bless. Me. I'm sure you knew I was gonna pick this out but i love when he says with the kick snare kicking high hat I with the it, actual yes. drum so much fun so much fun it was fun that was fun yes and this album is a lot of fun mm-hmm. um i love the music against that that, that scritchy scratch sound the record scratch mm-hmm. we're seeing it used more and more as an instrument i mean yeah. record scratching has been going on in the 80s Classic. and 70s yeah. but this is when it's getting more like a featured instrument I yes. think it's adding an element to it yes. in a way that's not just like a pop in and out it's, mm-hmm. it's playing a role and I really liked the robot voice telling me about all the members I was like I appreciate this I knew you would love that <laughs> I knew it when that one came out, I was like Jamie's gonna love this yeah. Jamie's gonna love he feels so <laughs> yeah and I, I didn't understand why she needed to tell me about vowels I was curious about that because I knew yeah. I because I knew you were gonna love that one, so I knew you were gonna ask. <laughs> so I was trying to figure it out, and this is this you would maybe learn if you would have uh, done a little bit more research. <laughs> it was a rough week, folks. Uh, but uh, Jerobi is sometimes in the group, so it's uh, a yeah. We've got this core, and then sometimes, sometimes Jerobi. Yeah, so they're like the vowels. You need them, <laughs> and then some, and you know he's a sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of fun. So like, because he gets he gets the the recognition of being a part of the group, but then also sometimes not being. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you you hit everything I wanted to hit on that one. Great. Yeah, I love when it happens. <laughs> Next up is electric relaxation. Uh, I immediately like the sound of this one. This the sound of this would just immediately. Hit. So have you heard this one before? No. Okay. No, I haven't heard any of these songs before. Okay. Okay. So, when he's saying, relax yourself, girl, please settle down, it sounds so much like the Madonna song, uh, Express Yourself. There's Okay, there's a Madonna song where she goes, <laughs> express yourself, don't repress yourself, express yourself, don't repress yourself. And it it's sounds this, yeah. just like it. Which one came first? Madonna. Are you sure? Yes. I, it was, it, this is a nod to it. It I, has to be a nod to it. I was kidding, it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I do, I do know, because I looked I, it up. Why haven't you given me Madonna? Why haven't I given because I don't know Madonna. You know any Madonna song? I don't think so. Okay, I have twenty dollars. Name a name a Madonna song right now. No, no, no. I couldn't do that ever. No, you really can't name a Madonna song. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just saying there might be one that you would play, and I'd be like, Oh, I've heard this yeah, in a movie still, yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But I could not. Name I can't. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Clearly, Madonna's got to go on the table. Wow. 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 That's like female white Michael Jackson. Oh, I know, but I'm not so female like, or white. So post nineties Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you go that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's definitely definitely a reference.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Other Side of the Tracks. We just wanted to take a second to thank some folks before we jump back into the episode. First off, thank you to The Milker Project for the use of their arrangement of Never Going Down Again. Scope them out on YouTube for more great arrangements. We also want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. If you want to help keep the lights on over at Sad Boy HQ, you can do so either via our Patreon at patreon.com backslash other side of the tracks, or shoot us an email at other side of the tracks cast at gmail.com your support means the world to us if you're unable to financially support oh wait shit, i was gonna make a joke <laughs> <laughs> keep that in that's funny <laughs> yeah, that's if you're unable to financially support you can always share us with someone you think would enjoy us our sponsors for today's episode are caleb the negro artist rainy that's me who has a couple of poetry books out um, the first one is Look Black Boy. The second is Heart Notes. You can also get the first spoken word album, Look Black Boy, on my website, thenegroartist.com. The other sponsor is Editor Taylor's podcast, The Tantalus Tales, a real-place, story-driven D&D podcast. Scope it out wherever you find podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We love hearing from you listeners, so feel free to reach out to us via social media. Enjoy the rest of the show. When it comes to finances, no one likes to admit that they have no idea what they're doing. But lucky for you, there's Edward Jones. At Edward Jones, they have an established process to help you reach your goals and take control of your finances. They want you to know what's most important to you, and they'll stick with you to keep you on track. If you'd like to learn more, reach out to Edward Jones advisor Jim Nipple. That's right, Nipple, at edwardjones.com backslash jim dash Nipple. K-N-I-P-P-L-E. Silly name, serious about money. I liked the line, honey, check it out. You got me mesmerized with your black hair and your fat ass thighs. <laughs> I, I said, black folks really blaze the trail for body positivity. Oh, I'm not kidding. It sounds like a joke, but <laughs> I'm not kidding. I genuinely credit yes. black folks with body positivity. You Because the, I, I don't feel like there's as many hang-ups about your about black your body that mm -hmm. white people do. I just don't think it exists. So that's super interesting. Uh, I can't speak. You disagree. Uh, 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 I would say I would say there are just as many hang-ups on black bodies mm -hmm. uh, that black black people have on their on their bodies. But I would say one of the things that's always been so culturally accepted is black women being full figured that's yeah. and that is because if you're full figured you can have babies and you're gonna have a bunch of babies because we need you to uh, i was gonna say a phrase yep i baby. heard it <laughs> i won't name it i heard it <laughs> yeah yeah uh so so right like that, that that gotcha. was that was why and so so even though like you know, there's still a lot of problems where white people look at black bodies and think they're unattractive or whatever mm -hmm. they say um obviously you're like gonna be a black man mm -hmm. and that's the that's the your lady mm -hmm. right and those are genetically more of the ladies that exist around you because that's what's been accepted as a okay yeah or a prize let's say yikes um then 
that's we all we both have the acceptance right mm -hmm. yeah but it's still it's still tough okay and we knew we were going to talk about this next line take you on the ave and you buy me links now i want to pound the poontang until it stinks i want <laughs> to name this because uh -huh. talking to women have hang-ups about their mm. vaginas and mm. how they smell mm. and it's it's lyrics and lines like this, this. and i'm here to say mm. i've never encountered mm. a vagina that stinks yeah i've encountered vaginas that smell like vagina and vagina has a certain odor i'm not gonna put it in my oil diffuser i don't want like but it's not it's not an unpleasant smell no yeah women your vaginas smell like the exactly like they're supposed to and every time i smell it i'm happy yes so i want yes. that message to get out yeah. there you don't have to worry about your vagina stink and it really is lines like this that make you think like well what what does stink exactly do i stink what stink how, how does that happen it does it can't, ca can't cause a smell yeah but it's a smell that I'm always happy to smell. But stink, when you say something stinks, stinks, it's a negative connotation Connotation always. Yeah. Right? Because if you walk into, you don't go into a kitchen that smells good and go, it stinks in here. Right? <laughs> right. You don't do that. It stinks like cookies in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so, so the fact that that's been like associated uh, is, yeah, is it's, sad. it's problematic. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, that's my mission statement for this podcast now. Uh huh. Unless they just mean it smells like sex. Right. It stinks like sex. Because uh, yeah. post coital does smell sometimes. Right, but, but I don't. Bad. Yeah, I bad is not I've, the word never, I, I associate with a vagina. Well, does it does it say it stink <laughs> bad or does it just well say stink though stink. has a negative connotation. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, is you don't walk into a kitchen and go these it stinks. <laughs> it stinks, <laughs> stinks like cookies. <laughs> it stinks like cookies in here. Uh. Um. All right, moving on. Your vaginas are great. Um. Uh. Quote I pulled out. Original rude boy. Never am I coy. You can be my shorty and my little convoy. Rude boy. What's a rude boy? Because that comes up. I, I assumed it's a rude boy. No. That just, <laughs> I like how unsatisfied you are. No, rude boy is a is a is a is a phrase that comes up in other songs. I, I think Rihanna has a, has a rude boy. I think there's another rude boy. There's a, there's it's it's a phrase in black music that I've heard before, and I was wondering if you knew, and apparently you don't. It's just as Googleable to me. So you just named Rihanna, right? Yeah. It it's a it's comes from Jamaican street culture, which is yeah. interesting. Okay. Which is what we we just talked. I mentioned Rihanna earlier too because they're both Trinidadian. Um. So like that's oh. what <laughs> Trinidadian. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, be my Trinidadian. <laughs> I, I, yeah. they're, they're all slang terms. They originated in 1960s Jamaican street culture. Still used today. What does it mean? Often, does it just mean being a rude boy? The tomb rude boy, or, and the rude boy subculture arose from the poorer sections of Kingston, Jamaica, and was associated with violent, uh, discontented youths. Okay. Uh, it's kind of rude, used, I'd say. Along with ska and rock steady music. <laughs> yeah, so rude boy is a term. <laughs> it's a term. I yeah. heard it, and I, now we define it. Sharp. Uh, I like, I like the line. By the way, my name is Malik, the five foot freak. I w I knew yes. Owning his height again, body positivity once again. You right, you right. Uh, <laughs> if my mom, another line I write. Uh, 
if my mom don't approve, then I'll just elope. Let me save a little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl. <laughs> I won't catch a hernia. Bust off on your couch. Now you got Siemens furniture. <laughs> I know. I pulled that one. I was like, we gotta talk about it. The little man in the boat. <laughs> little man in the boat. Yeah, that's the, the clit. clit. The clit. Uh, Why do they call it? And okay, speaking about vaginas more. Okay. Why does it gotta be a man in the boat? Yeah, well. It's a go person about why we got to put men on women's bodies more than we already have. I don't like it. I don't like it on the boat. It is a female in a. It is a goddess in a canoe, is what I'm going to call it. Instead of a man <laughs> in a boat. In a canoe. Let me get at that Can goddess you in your canoe, that baby. Let me, see that, let me see that goddess, bitch. And I spit in her mouth and choke her. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, where have we gone? <laughs> That's the start. To Chicago. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> oh, I know. I just I figured that would be cut out. Um, <laughs> no. No. Um, no, I was just trying to I was just trying to balance out being like too like I pandering. I... Okay. Uh the only other line I <laughs> Jesus. He's gotta pander to everyone. Yeah. Uh, the last line I have pulled out for uh, uh electric relaxation is uh Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice. What could that be? And it ain't, ain't nothing nice. Because uh, again, we know we know how I feel. If if it has to do with me mm-hmm. and my body's mm-hmm. involved, I would like it to be something nice. <laughs> well, he wants to show you his favorite vice. Um, what was it that you? It has to said? do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice. It ain't good. It's all bad. Or you know, it's a. <laughs> choker and spit on her situation. oh okay <laughs> okay would you yeah, now would you describe that as nice no consulting consenting adults do what you will I guess it's not nice but what? I mean as long as it's consensual it's not bad right but I think nice. I, well now I think we have an interesting conversation in which you have you have a binary between nice and bad that's what you've created the opposite of nice to you is bad you said oh, it's not fuck. nothing nice and you said so it has to be bad oh no what if we uncovered <laughs> yeah that you know not being nice is not necessarily bad I need right. to talk to, I'm so glad <laughs> talking about her tomorrow cause that's what you've just uncovered in this moment is, he said it's not nice you like so it has to be bad the only other option of not nice is bad not mean which would be a, I think a more arguable yeah you went with bad and even then we can also talk about nice and like good being honest is not always nice okay yeah sure but is not bad, right? Yeah. It can, it's good to be honest. Right. But it's not always nice. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, know <laughs> Look, I, I don't know where to go with this. I feel like I really broke you and I'm you sorry. Did. <laughs> yeah. It's, you, we've uncovered something that I am honest to Christ going to talk to my therapist about tomorrow. <laughs> wow. We were having lots of revelations. <laughs> There's a lot that's episode. happened today. Whew. Um, do you have any... You no, you pull out everything. Okay. I, oh, except for I wanted to name this as like, this is probably their version of a slow jam. Right? Okay. Like, this is the closest we get, I Ow. thought. Um, is, is like, yo, we're gonna get it. I'm a five foot three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Uh, next we have Clap Your Hands. We got that elevator music happening again. Yeah. And I know they're saying Clap Your Hands in the background. Right. I know that's up, what yeah. they're saying. But it sounds like they're saying saying Daryl Hannah. <laughs> what? It's First sound- of all, I don't know who that is. Is that a person? Yes. That, that, that you know. <laughs> uh, you know, you know Daryl Hannah. She was in uh, Kill Bill. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. It sounded like they were saying Daryl Hannah. And every time, I was like, no, they're not, dude. I was, like, mentally forcing my brain to be like, hear, clap your hands. Hear those sounds. And I couldn't hear it. Daryl Hannah. They were saying Daryl Hannah. Wild. The second album in a row, we got Tupac and Juice, a reference. Yeah. Then the cartoon cavalcade begins. Yep. Whack MCs be on the nuts like Rocket J Squirrel. Mm -hmm. Fife Dog up in the house. I give a shout out to Snoopy. Yeah, I was thinking, do I even point these out anymore? Yeah. I don't... You want me to keep doing it? They they make me happy. Okay. Then we'll we'll, we'll keep going. Then he said... uh, he even hits a Ren and Stimpy, like yeah. Ren to Stimpy, mm-hmm. and Laurel to Hardy. Do you know Laurel and Hardy? I don't know that one. They are an old school comedy duo. Like, uh, uh-huh. Abbott and Costello would be a, a, okay. a equivalent. Yeah, yeah, You don't know who those are. I knew that. I know that reference. Okay. That I, re- I, knew. <laughs> I could yeah. tell you a lot about it. I was yeah. like, I know that. Like, yes. I got it. Yeah, so Abbott and Costello to Laurel and Hardy is like Hydrox to Oreo. <laughs> Or, or, or Pepsi so to Coke. better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next night I pulled out is my shit is rock solid but it flows like fluid. Chemists got confused of my ill composition. This is the third of the New Tribe edition. MCs be swinging a lot. A lot of them be missing. I loved all of that. You loved all that? Yeah. I couldn't, uh, yeah. I couldn't do it as, as well as, as they performed it. But a lot of concerns... Okay, no, wait. We get, we get there. Uh, that's all I pulled out for Clap Your Hands. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you nail everything I wanted to. Um, I liked the the start of this with a lot of the records scratching mm-hmm. to open mm-hmm. it up. I was here for that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's all I had on clap your hands. Next we have oh my god. I like the seventies record pop old school vibe with this one. Like you mm-hmm. you hear the needle drop on the record and it's popping and scratchy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, line I pulled out. I like my beats hard, like two day old shit. Steady eating booty MCs like cheese grits. I've got questions. <laughs> I've got yeah. So I want to address this. Uh huh. <laughs> it seems like sucker MCs are a very very big problem. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, like a massive. There's just. Like rampant infestation, infestation of is of, a great word of sucka MCs, and I know MCs means like master ceremonies. It's how do you know that? I just know that. Oh, it's, it's in this song. <laughs> oh, it is. It <laughs> that, is that's why I thought you were. Yeah. I, I know what that means, and it means to be like a frontman and or a host or whatever. And is was it such a concern that these the MCs might be suckas? Well, I think I think the key here is. Uh, MCs came a bit later in the, so hip hop's derived of several different mm-hmm. types of like it's a culture in and of itself right uh, stop me if you know or whatever but it's it's graffiti mm-hmm. it is beatboxing break dancing and then rap right mm-hmm. which rap originally was like it's tricky because it was it came from parties and people just having records, right? Uh-huh. And then we had MCs, right? Mm. So, like, it came in a way in which there were plenty of people who then just started taking the mic, do not know what they're doing, but they're at a party and they want the attention, they want that, right? So, they're not rap, like, they're, which is like where we've got Fife and Q tip being like, we are, like, we do this. Um, and right. we're running it and we're running the world. And this is, that's why the world tour is such a big deal. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, because we have, so many people who are picking it up right now. It's getting popular. So you have so many people picking up the mic who have no idea what they're doing. Suck MCs. Suck MCs. I don't like a suck MC. <laughs> but I but but I know myself well enough that if I was like in this culture yeah. and I thought about perhaps 
pursuing an MC life, I'd be like, I'm very scared that I'd be called a sucker MC. <laughs> and it would discourage me. <laughs> like, oh, no. I don't want to be a sucker MC, so I won't be anything. That was old Jamie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I won't be anything. Oh, I like the line, uh, Mr. Energetic, who, who me sound pathetic, when's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? Yes. Once again, weirdly body positive. <laughs> He's owning his diabetes. He's, you can be funky and be a diabetic. I liked it. Uh, the line, uh, when right. they're saying, oh my God, yes, oh my God. It sounded like Buster Rhymes to me a little. It is Buster Rhymes. It is Buster Rhymes? Are Buster you Rhymes. kidding me? <laughs> it is Buster yes! Rhymes. Yes! So I'm really proud of you. Yes! I'm really, really oh, proud of you. Oh God, what a moment. We've had so many moments today. <laughs> And I'm going to play pinball later. It's going to be you great. The joy that's just emanating from you. Yes. Oh, I went Super Saiyan. <laughs> um, you don't even know what that means! <laughs> and then the last thing I wrote is I sincerely appreciate defining the MC by the robot. Yeah, the robot. The title MC means masters. But I love that we use the robot to, to jab mm-hmm. at other MCs. Mm-hmm. You know, the title of MC means master of ceremonies. Some people who MC don't know what this term means. Damn! <laughs> I didn't take it as a burn. I thought it was a burn. I like, think you're right. Excuse me. This is what it is. I also, Y'all don't know. I also like how at this point we're just casually referring to it as like the robot. <laughs> it's, just the, it's a computerized voice, but we are just calling her. We're, first off, we're consistently assigning her a gender. That's true. That's her true. A robot. Uh, oh, God. Uh, what are we on? What are, this is, oh, my God, right? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm so glad that you named the Buster Rhymes. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yes. um, I thought about this as uh, Q-Tip is the one who says this line. Listen up, everybody. The bottom line, I'm a black intellect, but re- unrefined. Ah. And so I, Q, throughout the rest of this, throughout this album, often names, says in his l- verses, street poetry. That's what he calls his stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think that also plays in this idea of what it means to be a good MC versus a sucker MC is like street poetry. Like there's a level to this of like, like you can be street, but also still be intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's intellect to this, not just that I'm rhyming some stuff. And I think that is like a key thing. Uh, and again, shout out to like the foundation of, of conscious rap, which I think uh, you just said, like it's, it's not just rhyming stuff. When I've been pitching the podcast to people who are more like me than like you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm tiptoeing. Not even, yeah, you want to define yeah, yeah. that in a way, when, Jamie? When, when I'm pitching it to white folks, uh, I, I, I've been getting pushback for some things like, oh yeah, I just don't go for that that crap. And I was like, I was like, buddy, this, this is using me at, as a bartender, yeah. like, telling somebody else. Um, I'm like, buddy, you don't like, you're just wrong. Like I, 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 I'm not the type of person, you know this. Oh yeah, you're not. <laughs> I, to be like, you're wrong. But yeah. I've been saying that directly to customers' faces being like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you, you haven't listened. I was you like, don't listen. I was like, pull up, pull up Kendrick Lamar, pull up, uh, Kanye West. Yeah. I, those are the two I, I have been. I think Kanye's, uh, like, especially, uh, college dropout is so accessible. Yes. Yeah. I've been pushing people. I was like, pull up the lyrics, like do this instead of watching a Netflix show one day. Like, you're going to be surprised. Like, you will be surprised. Like, I am going to challenge. I've had people come back and say that I was right. So, yeah. The idea of, even the idea, and now I'm at a point where even the fact that he has to assert that he's intellectual is, like, insulting to me. Mm. I'm like, like, these two aren't mutually exclusive. Right. And that, but that's what the constant fight is, right? And, and, but look at you. You're on the other side here. Oh my god! I- <laughs>
Oh my god! I said it and I didn't think about it. I that's, forgot that that was the name of our podcast. I just was saying it. I was just proud of you. Yes. <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> oh the my greatest god! I was like, why is he freaking out that I just said that? And I was like, oh, oh! Oh my god, if I wasn't enjoying this so much, I'd say we should just end the podcast. <laughs> it's like, it's over. We're episode. done. Oh, okay. We finally, wow. We finally turned him. Wow. Oh my god. I really... Wow. I'm almost mad at myself for... Like, it actually makes it better that oh. it was genuine. I really did just say it, because I was like, you did it. Like, we got you. You joined... Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 I don't even know. Wow. I, I that ki- that's killing me. I need a I- cigarette. <laughs> Stinks like achievement in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna we've, die. We've only got four more songs. I know. Oh, we can my do this. God. We can do this. Uh, we can do this. One of them is gonna go quick. Okay. Fucking wow. Okay. Next up, we got keep it rolling. Yep. The, the line I pulled out originally was, uh, don't come around town with the hip hop, with, with the hip in your hop. Yes. It sounds like a bar dad would come up to relate to their son. <laughs> don't come up with the hip to your hop. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very, uh, was it the sugar, sugar gang or whatever? Yes. Called? I said a hip hop. <laughs> it's very that. It's yeah. very that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I like the line styles. Be fat like Jackie Gleason. The recipe art carny. These are old references are they i don't know these are classic it's a reference to the tv show the honeymooners oh yeah did you know it because you're older i no, i've never seen (laughs) i've never seen a single episode he's a fan of it because there's domestic violence yeah oh you're really into it one of the catchphrases i swear are you you're being oh okay i'm dead serious and this was a comedy this is a sitcom this is like the prototypical sitcom okay (laughs) one of the most beloved Lines there was, it was the overarching fear of domestic violence because he would just go one of these days, Alice, bang, zoom, right to the moon. Yeah. Oh my God. It almost verbatim. Yeah. yeah. And that's a bit like, and they're like, oh, wow. one of these days he's gonna beat her up. Right. One the of moon. these days. One of these days. That's what he would do. Holy shit! And everyone's like, she shouldn't have fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's bad. Oh, I'm glad we've gotten at least some kind of better. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. So then we get to uh, people love the dog like the kids love Barney. And then he goes into the I love you. He does the Barney. Yeah. Which I listen to again. And I, we all take the I love you, you love me, we're yeah. a happy family for what it was. It was something around our, our, our age we would mock each other with. It. Like, you yeah. love Barney, I love you. And you change lyrics to make yeah. it dirty. But I hearing it today, I was like, this is kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. You're making, you're not making kids, but you're lightly guiding them. It's, it's a droning. It's a fucking spell casting. I love you. You love me. Buy my fucking shit. Watch me on TV. I, I didn't even mean, mean to rhyme, <laughs> but it was like, it was like, you're, like, I getting children to repeat these phrases is like manipulative. Of like, mm. is anybody else hearing this, or am I going crazy? Mm. I, I love you. You love me. Say it back. Like, I love right. you. Right, and that makes us a family. That makes us a family. Buy all my shit. It's Ooh, fucked up. It's high, it's, it's, uh, it's Well, that's, that opens up the whole question about, like, these days, kids talking about kids and, and letting them choose their own identity and choosing their own mm-hmm. things. Yeah. That was not in the 90s. No. No. You were what we told you you were. I miss it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just said you were on the other side. <laughs> I still got uh, miles speak. to go. The final line I have uh, pulled out was uh, from the projects the PJs, fuck them two DJs, self mission, had her in the ill position, saying large like you're the soul brother that I'd like to, F with the rest of my life, yeah, yeah, now check out the method. So all that, all that was more stuff from the phone call or voicemail. We have that again. I don't know if this is the first, but like this is, we're talking foundational here. And, and I mean, Answering machines were st- not everyone had an answer. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Not really everyone had an answering machine in 1993. Having an answering machine was showing that you were like wealthy enough to have a. Is that really? Is that real? Yeah, I, my parents didn't have an answering machine. Wild. Because I grew up. I don't remember it being that early. Yeah, I thought it was. We, we didn't even we didn't even have an answering machine. Get out of here! I was just a boy. Jamie. Um, All right. That's all I have for uh, keep it rolling. Yeah, you you hit I. I really want to talk about Barney, so I'm glad we got there. Uh, and in your hop was the line that made me go, okay, buddy. Uh, yeah, so next. Uh, the Chase Part 2, which made me think about, was the Chase Part 1, you know? And another album is my guess. Okay, great. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting the way the Jamaican accents come in and out for emphasis. Uh, I didn't, I'm not going to do the Jamaican accent any more than, than body face, because I feel like I was only able to get away with one. Uh <laughs> The quote, uh, but um, no time for jokes. There's bills to be paid, hoes to be laid, and punks to be sprayed. Fun, <laughs> fun, fun. Just like it. Just, just, like just it. a fun way. Just be like, this is this is what this is what I'm about. Do you? Uh, oh. I'm, I'm I'm pulling up this lyric right now because I can't. I didn't pull it out exactly. But there's something about our body here, and you've been really on body <laughs> body positivity here. So I'm trying to find it. Oh, um. While you're looking for that, mm-hmm. uh, a line that I really liked was, me not deal with no shanagram, bananagram business, I got sold in the end like Jehovah's got the witness. It's yes. It's great. Yes. It's good stuff. Then he makes a Super Dave reference. Do you know who Super Dave is? Mm-mm. Do you know who Super Dave is? Not off the top of my head. Super Dave Osborne? Okay. No. He was a comedian, and his whole bit... Was he was like spoofing Evil Knievel? Do you know who Evil Knievel is? <laughs> like how disappointed you got when you got to another name you knew I wouldn't know. I've heard that name, but I don't know. Okay, so he's a famous daredevil. Yes. Okay. Yes. He, yes, he was, yes. 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 Ride his motorcycle over. Got things. it. Done. Super, his motorcycle over. Things. I mean, that's what he did. Yeah, that's what I know. So Super Dave was just spoofing him, and he would like. There were always these big, massive build-ups to Evil Knievel's jumps. Like, be like, okay, how are we going to do it right, today, like, Dave? Yeah. And he's got a cape on. He's like, well, the wind's going pretty good, and I think I'm feeling pretty good about this, and I did a lot of practice runs. So this comedian would do that, but always, every single time, he would injure himself terribly. Like, as a joke. Right, yeah, yeah, It would yeah, be yeah. like a rag doll they would just throw. So it was this massive build-up yeah. to, to this thing. And then it, it, always, the post-interview, he's all bandaged up. Right, he's like, ah, I got it. And this bit was so fucking popular, it spawned a cartoon series that ran for like two seasons. Wow. Super Dave. So that's what this is. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and we lo- so that was a cartoon. That- yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I noted that there's lots of people he wants to rock on. <laughs> lots and lots. And uh, uh, when it says rock on McDonald's. Yes. Do, are, do you know Wesley Willis? No. You don't know Wesley Willis? As in, like, what you talking about, Willis? No, as in Rock and Roll McDonald's. No. no. Rock and Roll McDonald's! Oh, Rock and Roll McDonald's! Okay, you do know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that okay. was his name. I think that's where Wesley Willis got Rock and Roll 
you're telling me you don't think Wesley Willis listened to Trap Call Quest? Okay. <laughs> Rock and roll, do you, do you know why I whooped Batman's ass then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I whoop Batman's ass. God, I remember hearing that for the first time. I think it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Oh. Uh, um, that's, that's, <laughs> sorry, I'm stopping about the song. I liked. Uh, I thought you you hit most of the things. The only thing I want to name is anytime the sound changes a bit, I, I I'm trying to name it. So like, I liked the light, higher pitch synth that was in like the back in this one. Um, it was just a different sound than some of the other ones that we've heard. You touch your screen. And so I was going to do that with my screen. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't have that. Um, I do. Fuck you. But yeah, so that, that was it for, for the chase two, but I am very curious about chase one. And that's a thing that I'll have to do on my own. Well, this is their third studio album, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So next up we got, uh, lyrics to go. Uh, the line I pulled out that I liked was decapitation Fozio as if my name was Jason. There's, I feel like there's, I feel like there's a big love for mm -hmm. horror movies in the black community. Well, or especially mm -hmm. the, 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 the icons like Jason, Freddie. I think it has to do with just like not being a sucker MC. You're a killer. Okay. And so, so then those are nice. So once you'll that you're going to just be right. Harvesting. So from. once you get, once you get to kill who's a famous killer, Jason, Freddie, yeah. boom, uh, boom, Michael, boom, yeah. boom, ghost face, ghost face, killer. Okay. Um, I, I like the guitar in this. Uh, <laughs> the line the MCs get really jelly when the girl's on my belly kick a slow dance like my brother R. Kelly right I didn't know R. Kelly was a factor in 93 I thought he was oh R. Kelly's been around for a long time really well when did Space Jam come out I'm gonna say 95 or 96 so good point and that's and that was not his that wasn't a debut for him okay that was a comeback for him okay that was a comeback he had already done, he had already made music, gotten popular, done terrible things, came back and made I Believe I Can Fly, and had a better series of songs. And then, So, uh, fun fact, uh, my entire fifth grade class sang I Believe I Can Fly at our graduation. As you should. Yep. That, because it was 96, fifth grade. Yeah, yep. Uh, and it just came out as a classic. Then, <laughs> right. <laughs> I really like this line. Quitters turn to losers, and losers are forgotten. I was like, "Well, fuck, yeah, damn, that's some truth. That's I, that's truth to shit." I was like, "I better." I mean, that's just a, a beautiful thing if you're thinking about them? quitting. Quitters turn to losers, losers are forgotten. Jesus, that's all I got for this to go. Okay, well now I have a question about how much do you care about being forgotten or remembered? <laughs> I like. Okay, we've already done enough therapy. No, today. no, no, no. We, no, no. we can do this. I mean, Listen I definitely, me. I definitely want to be remembered, mm. and when. Yeah, I, I, I want to know that I've had some sort of impact on my time on the planet. I guess the question is at what kind of scale? Oh, I don't need it to be big. But okay, whenever, okay. whenever, <laughs> I'm gonna, whenever I'm gonna hear this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal something. To you. Whenever somebody organically brings up a funny memory of me, it gets me rock hard. Not actually physically, <laughs> right, but I hear. But you. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, tell that story, bitch. You like that's that? Yeah, I was in that. Like, you, you like that shit, didn't you? Damn right. <laughs> It chokes her. <laughs> I don't know why it was her. Um, but yeah, no, that's... Okay, okay. Um, I'm surprised you didn't note it, but I I thought um, this song had some kind of a like 
UFO background sounds going on? Yes, it did. Aliens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like waiting for you to say it. Fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really, let, I really let, let us down on the aliens. For, for right. Like, you yeah. need to be Ooh. on that. You saved us. You saved us. Because this last, like, or second last time, we weren't going to make it. So, let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I needed Thank you to you. name that. Yep. All right. Finally, we got God Lives Through. Mm-hmm. The line I immediately pulled out was, walk past MCs like that girl did the far side. Which you were. Which yeah. is a reference I get, and you don't. Nope. There's, there Which one. is, I accepted in this album as I was re-listening. I was like, I'm not going to know these things. Uh, so there's the far side song where the the refrain is, She keeps on passing me by. So that's what that is. It's, so that's that. Yeah. Um, Why did I pull this out? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. <laughs> so the next one I have is, Now if my partners don't look good, Malik won't look good. If Malik don't look good, then Quest won't look good. Mm-hmm. If the Quest don't look good, then the Queens don't look good. But our, since our sounds are universal, New York won't look good. It reminded me if if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, and this happens, yes. and if that happens, and this happens, yes. and if that happens, and this happens, I was like, oh, interesting. Um, that uh, <laughs> okay? But that also makes me think about uh, this is since this is early on. We are talking um, putting on for your city. Like mm-hmm. that's that's always so important. Uh, which is a thing that I just don't understand. Oh, you gotta get out of Iowa City, buddy. No, like I just don't get like. Your city. Yeah, no, like I, I, as an artist, I'm not just like Columbia. Go! Like I don't hate Columbia, but like I'm not changing Columbia by being who I. <laughs> Maybe oh. I'm not big enough. Maybe oh. that's it. Maybe I should be a bigger artist, yeah, and then I'm I'll care. Not changing any of the places I grew up. Well, maybe it just like doesn't, I don't know why. Maybe you don't feel forged by Columbia in the way that these Mm. artists do. Like, uh, they feel like that had an influence on who they are as people and are giving it back is what I would say. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Because that's like, you know, Chance with Chicago, same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, The next line I have pulled out is, uh, or it'll be a sad love song sung by Tony Braxton and I'll dissect you like a fraction. I like that too. It's fun. The rhymes are fun. Like, like they're simple, but they're fun, and they're like having fun with it. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I, I case in point, I kick more game than a crackhead from the Hampstead. My styles are milkman. You'd think I was breastfed. I went woo. <laughs> um, final, final thought. It seems like they're just sending us off full force. This is always yeah. what I want from a final track. Oh, you're not. You don't want a twelve minute mm-mm, outro. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It, where they light up and just talk to you. They give us everything they got, and I felt like I got it all. Full force, right to the face, neck and chest. So it hit for you. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Took me a moment to process that statement. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, if you look... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got some... Stop! <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, this is... That's fucking good song. Um, what... So overall, you like this album? Overall, I liked it. It's uh, it's something. So if I've got a, I've got a forever expanding playlist for uh, work. Okay. Yeah. Right. We made a sanctuary playlist back in the day, like three years ago. That's seven days of full music that will not repeat. Yeah. Because we had it was one playlist. That. That's a shit ton of hours. <laughs> and we would put Ab and I would put entire albums yeah. on this thing. 
I would put this on my massive playlist. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. But I don't think yeah, I'm ever going to I don't think I'm ever going to mm-hmm. put this album on for myself. Right. I to me at this at this point the way it's it's grown for me is is a, a background album yep. in which like it feels good, sounds good. You might peek in mentally hear a fun line yep. and then be out and And I think that's exactly what they were setting out to do. So I think they were successful artists and well, produced the, 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 the album that they wanted. I don't think people were sitting with lyrics as nearly as much. Mm. Like, they just weren't. One is we have the access to it. I can look this lyric up and sit with it and go, what do they mean? Blah, blah, blah. I don't think that happened in the same right. way. Uh, so it was, how do you feel? Did they did they seem like they knew what the fuck they were doing? Um, and they did. They were not suck at MCs. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So, oh, shit. the yeah. question mm-hmm. is... Eric Bachman coming to the cookout. <coughs> only if you strip away all of his recording equipment. <laughs> Appropriation. It's just not. No. He doesn't seem. No. He seems like he would just. If he did go, he would just be like smoking in the corner. Yeah. Not interacting, probably reading a book. He gives me a vibe of being aloof. Like, yes. Like, yeah. He wouldn't want to come to the cookout, and we don't really want him. I think that's fair. I right? Like, I, I, like, I don't think even if someone was like, "Hey, we want to come," he'd be like, "I'm good." Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, "No, not tonight." <laughs> I'm gonna go get drunk and wander, wander down the street. Jeez, Louise. No, yeah. I, I, drunk but I think cry. He's, <laughs> drunk cry. We've all been there. I do. Th- I think he's just a bit more like aloof, and yeah. so. We don't. We're we're trying to have a good time. Yeah, get the e- fuck out of here. Everybody's involved when Eric Bachman doesn't come to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So a tribe called Quest. We've got five. We got a Q-tip. Are they? Are they? Are they going to brunch? I think they are. You think they're going to brunch, huh? I think they are. Oh, you're uh, gonna have to explain that to me. I think I think they're fun. I think they're they're. Uh, it seems like yeah. baseline. They they're fun. <laughs> and, and and I don't think they're. Uh, I don't. I don't. This sounds loaded, but like they're not confrontational. They're not like trying. There's not a lot of like fuck you about the, yeah. As much as they could be, they're not saying that. Yeah. And they're they seem polite. They're defining terms for us. Like they're inviting us in. Defining <laughs> terms for us. Yeah. Like I think there's a little computer girl. Like yeah, they can come. Just the computer girl come. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Cortana. Cortana. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think they would be. I think people would be excited to have him at brunch. I think, if, in that scenario, it would definitely be one person invites them to brunch. They walk in and everyone kind of like gets quiet, and they're like, mm. and then they all end up loving them, yeah. right? Like it's like it's got to be a bill, honey. <laughs> right? Like should we? It's the time. This brunch is turning. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the first time you said that, huh? Yes. Stop! No, <laughs> stop! Don't! No, don't do it. So, uh, okay, okay, okay. Now, so, so that's that. Oh my God! We have to decide what the best album is. Yeah, what the better one is. I think I think you know where where I'm coming down. I know. I know. Ah, uh, Jamie's all about pet appropriation. Ooh, yeah, this is gonna be tough for you. <laughs> We just praise the shit out of Midnight Marauders. It is worthy of praise. I, I it's, 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 it, like it's always going to come down to honesty for me, and it seems like 
in and dignity and shame there was just so much more of an intimate look behind the artist or an intimate look at the artist and how he feels and how he expresses himself and feels more unique overall mm. <laughs> I think Midnight Marauders it had arguably one vibe the whole time yeah and I like that vibe a lot me too love it um, I found myself more excited about the music in Dignity and Shame. <laughs> you, could, you could say it louder. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Which is just like, I, I think, for me, I love, I still think this, I think I'm more likely to put on Tribe Called Quest than I mm -hmm. am uh, Crooked Fingers in this scenario. But in this... <laughs> you're so... You're, 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 pain, you're the pain on your face. <laughs> Ah, uh, I think... In this fucked up, non-real right, scenario not, we've right, cooked up. People, right. Um, yeah, I, I think Dignity and Shame win this one. Just by, just by a hair. And, it, and yeah. I, think, I think part of it also has to do with, like, even when I think about a tribe... Tribe didn't excite me also because we've already listened to albums who have built off of what Tribe has done. It's tough to right? go back. It's tough to go back. And so that's also part of what's playing a role here is like it didn't excite me as much when coming out or this being my entry into rap or something, this would have excited me more, right? Even the lyrics would have done more. It's Super Mario World versus Super Mario Brothers. It is. It's it is. hard. To, if, if you were, if you came to the table playing Mario World and then someone's like oh check out original Super Mario Brothers oh, yeah. you're like yeah I, I see it it's good it's right. good but like I could play World right, right. where's and Yoshi think... where the fuck Yoshi and I wait yeah <laughs> where yeah I'm gonna bop that little okay no uh, that, so, I, so I think that's where I'm landing is like so it's just a little less exciting for me because I can see it which is tough because we give we give uh, Jagged Little Pill love for being iconic and like groundbreaking in that way but in this way it just it didn't excite me enough to beat out Dignity and Shame in which there are parts of Dignity and Shame that I really like. Yeah. And I... <laughs> oh. Wait, what was, what was, what was, what was Alanis up against? Mm. Oh, it was Chance the Rapper. Yeah, as a rapper. Yeah. Um, okay, so... And that was a close call. That was a close call. But, um, yeah, so I think I'm gonna go with Dignity and Shame. Right. I think my black people are going to be mad at me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, black folks. You're sorry, black folks. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, you should probably just start saying that I'm more. Sorry. I'm sorry. Throughout your life. Um, but speaking of going back, we did have a discussion. We did. Off podcast. Last, uh, we were texting uh, about kind of having more albums with more in common, and we decided to kind of go back into an era, and we're doing the 60s, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be giving Caleb a... Uh, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Pet Sounds is what it's Pet called? Pet Sounds. Oh, and there are people. four white people on the album on the cover feeding a goat. You, you guys are so white sometimes. It's just like... It, it, you know, feeding a goat might be very high up there on the whiteness scale. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and your album is called Pet Sounds? Pet okay. Sounds. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you Cloud Nine by The Temptation. Excellent. I, I, this is gonna be, this is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this one. This one's gonna be a neck and neck one, like, uh, like a fun fight of uh, eras at least, right? Because these sounds are 
and I probably at the same time. I probably won't have to Google anything horribly problematic this week. So that's 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 prob- probably. <laughs> Although I don't know all the uh, Temptations uh, songs. Beach Boys were pretty problematic. I mean, were they? We'll get we'll get to it White next people, next man. week. All right. All right. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, you can contact me on, and <laughs> on Twitter at the Mr. Driscoll. I love hearing any and all thoughts, corrections, omissions, anything you guys want to uh, throw my way. I always love hearing from you guys. Yep, and I'm Caleb, the Negro Artist Reina. You can find me uh, on social media as the underscore Negro Artist. You can also find me on my website, thenegroartist.com. Um, also, yeah, send send us also like albums that you think we are obviously missing. Yeah, uh, We love to hear it. We love to know. Uh, we are not the gatekeepers of music. Nope. So we want to and we'll listen to it. Even if we both don't know it, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs>